Zen, Zen, Z-E-N, bitch slap. Dot com. Okay, let's get things underway. I've selected a reading from our AA Big Book, and then I'll hand it over to Paul, who will riff on it for a while, and then we'll open up the room for questions and comments. So, our reading today comes from pages 86 and 87 of our big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, step 11, uh, which to me includes steps, all the action steps, step four through nine. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving towards all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Or were we thinking of what we could do for others of what we could pack into the stream of life. But we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. After making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can apply our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is cleared of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration, an intuitive thought or a decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. 
How's that, Paul? Well, that's a mouthful. You bet sure. it is. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, alcoholic, nice to be here. Yeah. This obviously is about step 10 and stuff. And, uh, yeah. One thing I know, a lot of these things I did for periods of times as an active uh, method, yeah, but they also change over time as it talks about gradually you'll realize that these intuitive thoughts become more of a norm and stuff like that. The one thing that one condition and I've been in all these years is sober, yeah? So there's a lot of things that I needed at certain times to uh, make clear <laughs> the situation of being sober and the conscious contact. But really the whole goal is to live in that conscious contact and to be aware of it, really. We are living in that conscious contact, but many of us are up the ass of self, so our awareness is put on our mental shenanigans, not in our base condition. Yeah, I feel over time the program will shift that basis from trusting the finite self to trusting the infinite. And in the world of trusting the infinite, there's a whole lot less thoughts. Yeah, just that simple, really. And uh, you realize the thoughts have been infected with alcoholism and so and yet all of them are called mine so it's difficult to decide or be able to decipher which is which i much rather go to the idea that uh i'm not the thinker in a sense but that's a whole nother topic so i think relief uh or lack of relief demands different uh reactions lack of relief demands some work to you so you get into the habit of being sober and uh and that unsuspected inner resource is now truly suspected or you're assured of it now yeah and uh in that case in the other condition when you've been relieved of that bondage of self uh maybe the relief of the bondage of self is the method of for the relief of the bondage of self yeah i feel a lot of the things that i did in the beginning of aa as an action i sort of live as an attitude or an outlook now so i feel the actions were necessary so that a new attitude and outlook could grow and that new attitude and outlook may not demand the same amount of action as the old condition so in my case, in my experience, that's what it was, it's been like. Uh, yeah, so what's great about uh, doing inventories is uh, there'll be less shit to do inventories on after a while. And you may have long stretches of time where a resentment hasn't really taken hold. So when it does, it's really pretty damn obvious and you're in a habit of doing a, let's say, a 10 step inside you and then calling one of your sponsees who's 
who's a sponsor to you, and putting it out there and making the amends if it was necessary for amends, and there you go. So instead of like living in a stormy condition, a storm may pass through every once in a while. It's totally different. So, yeah. And the whole point of these talks is really uh, not to go so much in all of this, is to try to get to the exact nature of the, or the stubbornness that, that allows the problem to persist even after it's been introduced to a solution. What is that act of being bonded to self that a lot of us haven't seen or aren't seeing? I think it's really a fundamental, uh, pivotal point, and it's completely dis displayed on page 64 when he's giving us uh, a way of doing the fourth step, which is looking at self's manifestations in one's life, yeah? And, being, and the, the condition to do that is being convinced that self has defeated us, really. That's the condition. And uh, for most cases, that's obviously the condition has been met. You know, it's not like being convinced self will defeat us. We just have to look at being convinced that self has defeated us. It will continue also, but it has defeated us. And it, it has done so by its manifestations. And what are those common manifestations of self? Fear, resentment, harms are to, done to others in the pursuit of what you want or what you're driven to. And we look at our sexual behavior there. Why do we do that? To see the manifestations of self in our life, I feel. That's the, that's the direction on page 64. I just, in my experience in the community of AA, I just never saw this uh, pronounced, yeah. I just, I saw that, you know, I was living with my resentments, my fears, my acting out and harming people. I did an inventory and I left with my fears, my acting out and my, you know, my resentments and harming people. I think the major... Uh, the major stain on the situation wasn't washed off by that car wash. Yeah, I came in with the same stain. Came, I came out. And I feel uh, it's important to try to point that out because self will continue to defeat us by its manifestations. And especially if we call its manifestations ours, it's going to continue to defeat us. Yeah, I mean, you have to see the difference between you and it, or you will be it, <laughs> for all intents and purposes. And uh, the, like they said, you know, the person driven by self-will can look virtuous and kind, be doing tons of service, isn't it still self-will? Yes. So, uh, yeah, all the book, I love the book, but really the emphasis of these meetings is to speak about uh, the diagnosis we're, we're putting out there, which is caught on page 64 in the third paragraph by a simple sentence, which I can't, doesn't have a lot of arcane, mystical hieroglyphics in it. It says very clearly being convinced, which means a condition that you're in, self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We are now going to look at its meaning self's,
Common manifestations. The next paragraph starts with resentment. How can you see that? How can you keep calling them yours? It's just that that's not the direction of the book. Yeah. We speak about a lot of aspects of the book, but truly, that's a direction. Aspects have, have a role, yeah? But that's a direction. If that direction isn't seen, you're going to be looking from the problem's uh, course setting, yes? I just don't, I've, I've seen it in my own life, and thousands of people I've seen in AA for 33 years, yeah? I, do you want to be occupied by, you know, mental anxiety based out of what's not happening for 33 years? Do you really want that to be the dominant thing you're going through every day still? If it is, something has been missed. We haven't seen something, obviously. Yeah? And I guess I'll tell you, you know this. A thought and my thought are completely different. Yeah? Problem, my problem, completely different, yeah? Fear, my fear, completely different. Resentment, my resentment, completely different. The my resentment has a shelf life that extends to as long as you live. Resentments come and go, yeah? They don't have that long to live. They set off an anger or whatever, or a strong feeling. And if you don't act on it, it dissipates by the next, you know, exit on the highway. Yeah. But my resentment gets fed. It gets nurtured. It gets cultivated for maybe 30 or 40 years. You incubate it. You fucking feed it. Yeah. It becomes a, 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 what is that, cause de celebre or whatever, a cause of your own life. You have a story. This is, it, it's, it was captured very well by that story, Freedom from Bondage, by the woman in the earlier uh, printings of the book. I don't know if they still have it in there. But she was under an illusion. You know, she had a resentment towards her mom, and she was living that she would do anything to be free of that resentment. She gets sober and she realizes she sees the true agenda. That's that resentment about a mother was like the golden calf. The the problem of alcoholism, you know, residing in the mental state was feeding that resentment. It was using it for tons of excuses for failed marriages and shit like that. She wasn't going to let go of that resentment and she knew it was going to kill her. So then she fell upon that little way of you know, praying for, you know, the person to have what you want, even if you don't mean it. And she did that, and she finally got relief, because she knew she was going to drink again if she didn't get relief from that resentment, yeah, concerning her mother. Why is that? Because that resentment was completely crowned as her resentment. She'd been feeding it for 30 freaking years, yeah? You know, how can you shoo something away and keep calling it mine? Yes, it, it doesn't work. You can't go, 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 go. My, 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 my. It doesn't work. Yeah. This is why the point. I love the book, and we can go over every freaking page. But have you seen the recognition of self as an act of being identified as this mental idea 
Have you seen that introduced in this program? No, probably haven't. Yeah. And I've heard great people in AA and shit. But where's the diagnosis? Why do you think the head obsesses over itself? To reinforce the identification as self. Some of those obsessions seem to have, why the hell would I be obsessed over this? Well, it has a, an agenda. It has a means. It has a purpose, which is to reinforce the identification as self. Yeah, all the obsessions that seem to happen in you, they're all called as your obsessions. You're the biggest obsession. You, yeah. And then it has stories about having obsessions, but that is the biggest obsession. Did you get clear on that? If the freedom from self is being administered by self, the freedom is going to be fucking pretty, pretty strange. Yes, maybe you'll get parking spaces and you'll get a date or stuff like that. And you won't go to jail for a few years, which is great when you constantly go to jail. But man, you know, because it was so bad, the slightest little difference makes it really good. But still, that survival is just a dominant condition. What about living? Yeah. So that's why I come here. You know, I love these readings, but I don't come for these readings. I don't. I come to put out one message about the recognition of the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah, because I believe there's so much influence spins out of that either way. Yeah, so much influence on that point. If it's not seen, it's looked from. Yeah, and if it's looked from, you'll never see it. It's just that's the way it goes. Yeah. So we are just putting it out week after week because I believe in repetition. Because the head wants to reassert and go back into that groove. And it's like just constantly pulling the needle off the record and putting it on the next groove until it finally doesn't get caught in the other groove. Yeah. So you just keep putting it. You know, here you hear the same but, let's say, but I'm still, you know, you pick it up, put it on the, the next groove. And then the rest of your life starts playing. Yeah. You come back, we put it up, lift it up, put it in the next groove. To the point, the old groove doesn't have its old groove, yeah? You can jump over it. You can be freed a day at a time from the bondage of self. You'll see thoughts as thoughts, not yours. You'll see feelings as feelings, not yours. Yeah? You will have breaking the chain of the bondage of self, which is identification with self's manifestations. Yeah. Let's say if Stanley was manifesting through me and me as Paul, and every time I recognize Stanley's manifestation in me, I called it mine, I would be in the act of being identified as Stanley. Wouldn't that be the right diagnosis? Yeah. So... Being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Yeah. How does it defeat us? Well, when us keeps calling its manifestations ours. Yeah. That's how it defeats us. Yeah. 
<laughs> it doesn't defeat us with a resentment. It claims the resentment, and then it defeats us with the my resentment. That's where it defeats us. <laughs> Your resentments don't defeat me, do they? Usually not. Yeah? Does every resentment defeat me? No. But I'll tell you, you're more apt to be defeated if the resentment is preceded by my, for sure. Yes, my resentment is going to do it. <laughs> so here, resentments are going to arise. Yeah, you're here, resentments arise. Either there's my resentment or there's not. Which one will you travel lighter as? Yeah, here I am. Resentments come up. Yeah, my resentment or just resentment? Yeah, my fear, just fear. My this, just this. Yes? This travels lighter. This is traveling heavier. What's the connecting point? My, M-Y. I'm mistaking self's manifestations as my manifestations. I'm in the act of being bonded to self. Yeah? Fear comes up. My bonds me to that fear. My fear. Resentments come up. My bonds me to that resentment. My resentment. Yeah? That's bonding. It's an activity. I am I'm being bound by self or of self. Yes? That's it. Yeah. Do you think you're going to be free of resentments? Resentments will arise, but you'll be free of them. How's that possible? They won't be yours. Yeah. Yeah. You'll make an amend if necessary and you move on with your day. You don't dwell on it for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> you'll only be lucky if you dwell on it for three minutes. So that to me, I mean, is there's probably tons of Zoom channels where people are experts at going over every sentence of the book. Hallelujah. I want to see this. Yeah, this had the most important, this has had the most profound effect in my life through the years of sobriety, having becoming clear about the exact nature of the wrong. It has changed everything. Yes? Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping that's why I, I come here. And I'm stubborn about it because we can go off and become experts of chapter 12 and this and that. But we may not be expert on recognizing what's actually going on. Yeah? Yeah. So, being convinced is a present tense state. And the, the, the problem is also a present tense state. It is called the identification as self. Yeah? You're in the act of being identified as self by claiming its manifestations as yours, really. Yes? If you see that, you'll be convinced you're not that. And that's the freedom from the bondage of self. The freedom isn't from resentments. Resentments may come up because we see life from a self-centered position. Yeah? And anxieties may come up. And sometimes fear is valuable. Fear is, has a role. Yeah? But you will be free of the bondage to the resentment as mine. Yeah? You will be free from the bondage of the fear as yours. You'll be free of that. You will. 
you'll see fear is fear, not your fear. Yeah? You'll see resentment as a resentment, not your resentment. You will. Yeah? And you will grow in that understanding. And you recognize what you're not, and you'll find out what you are. Instead of trying to find out what you are from what you're not, you'll see what you're not, and you'll find out what you are. Yeah? You'll be convinced that self has defeated you because it's not defeating you anymore. Yeah? Hallelujah. You keep it in the past tense. Great. Credible, valuable uh, knowledge. Yes? Yeah. So, there you have it. Uh, I'll do this for 20 years and I'll stay on this point because that's how profoundly different it was for me. It just changed my whole program completely, really. As soon as I saw self as something other than me, the possibility of being truly free from it became available. All before that, I was trying to be free as self. I was captured in that statement, self can't get out of self. I was doing exactly that without knowing it. I've been trying to get out of me as me. Yeah, that's over. Hallelujah, really. Yeah. So, anyone, Mickey, that's it. Eh? Thanks, Paul. You know, I, I, for, for my experience, you have put into words uh, what was realized but undescribed. Um, you yeah. put into words where the book took me to believe by what wasn't being said and you have verbalized and put in into language um what is obvious what is is um uh, there's always been a knowingness and i yeah. thank you for that i thank you so much for that Yes. See, the knowingness is hard to sort of grab, and it's not meant to be. It's, some, it's an intimacy. But if you can sort of standardize it with a simple understanding, it may trigger more knowingness, yeah? Exactly. Exactly. Knowingness it is already it's, there. It's, it's limitless. Yes. So the knowingness is there, but sometimes for us to know it's there, it needs to be tickled. And so this is sort of the tickler, you know, the like the back scratcher. Yeah. Yeah. It has a role because, you know, uh, <laughs> you can't go around, you know, scratching everyone's back. You know, maybe you could, but in this way, <laughs> you give them a back scratcher and the same effect can occur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sure <laughs> has in my uh, beingness. There you go, honey. That's, thank you. Yes. There is a freedom from the bondage of self. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's not, as re as, it's not as conditional as we think. It starts with a lot of conditions because we're in the act of identification as self. Yeah. But yeah. as you grow out, if, as you grow out of those conditions, the, uh, like the strenuous maintenance program can change. It may be, yes, yeah. So to me, the highest form of maintaining a spiritual condition would be being one, yeah? 
<laughs> I can't see. I mean, all the physical calisthenics can't do as a better job than if you are a spiritual condition. I just can't see how you know you could think and effort yourself into a spiritual condition when you already are a spiritual condition. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is where um, I I have felt instant. Uh, a lightning of the heaviness when uh, the realization of uh, being rather than doing or, or uh, authoring. Yes. Yes, it's a lot different current, yeah? You bet. Yeah. It's got a lot of impact, but it doesn't have to be like a boiling river. It's just, but it has a lot of impact. But you're not going to drown in it in a certain way. You're not. Yes, it's. It carries you. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's gently well. down the stream. Yes, I feel so. And then maybe you pull off a lot. Yeah. Also. It can veer sure. off and chill out. It's easy. Yeah. It yeah. it eases the adventure, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. So. I just want to, you know, the way it, I, it, in a simple lump, you can just say traveling lighter. Yeah, it's just, but it's, it's a multifaceted, faceted ex, uh, event, but just traveling lighter is a way of capturing it. It didn't, you know, my hope was everything that was bothering me would stop forever, you know, but in fact, the truth was, that didn't come to pass, but whatever life had in store for me, I could travel lighter through it, which was pretty good. Yeah. Makes it more that's enjoyable. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> good. That's a pretty good solution. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody have any comments or any questions uh, to post to Paul? Raise Jason. your little virtual hands. Jason in San Diego. Jason, there hey, you are. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> Mickey, I, I really love the way that you read this book. Just this, there's something about your reading that is, you're communicating something really, really profound. Just, just the way you read it. Thank you for the reading. It, it really hits me a lot. It does. So, um, I'm expecting a phone call shortly. So I wanted to just make a comment to you, Paul, um, that, you know, um, I know you you may or may not be aware of this, but like there's people in in and I'm in another other fellowship than AA, I'm in AA too, but there's a group of us that this is starting to be the message that we carry about the self, freedom from the bondage of self. And it it's like kind of catching on with a lot of people. Like there's a kind of a, a hunger for it, like thirst for it, because it's it's great. So I just want to let you know, man, this message that you're bringing here. It's, it's, it's rippling out. It really is. It's not just confined to this room anymore, which I think is wonderful, but I still keep coming back because I want to, I want to hear your take on it. And it's good to be in this community. So that's all. I just wanted to thank you for that. Great. Yes. That was our humble hope. Yes. It's the idea. Yeah. Not for the message to get out, but the, for traveling lighter to ensue. <laughs> it's just mm. like the, I mean, life can be, uh, you know, it has its confrontational aspects. 
many. So uh, if you can't avoid it completely, then why not, you know, if you could travel lighter through it, I think it's a pretty damn good solution because you can't avoid it completely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people don't uh, know what's, what's in their script of life. They, something happens and everything changes and stuff. It's not like everything, it's not like a beautiful lullaby for a lot of people. So, but if, if you can't wish it away or hope it away or, or do anything to get it away, maybe traveling lighter through it would be the next best thing. Yes. And, uh, you know, I felt for me when I came in AA, <clears throat> you could capture uh, one of the many roles recovery played, which was growing up, you know, growing up. I was, uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't, it was, woe is me. Why is life picking on me? Whatever. I mean, it was like a, a, a baby with size 10 and a half shoes, you know, <laughs> really. <laughs> you Charlie know, Brown. Emotional, you know, and uh, fucking really pissed off that it wasn't going my way. And having some oomph to damage situations and others, yeah? Like a fucking angry bull. So, uh, yeah, to, to go under... I mean, for me, for these changes to really to occur, it would it would yeah. seem like you'd have to go under a forced coma for twenty years, get you? worked on constantly, and then wake up. But it happens while we're living, yeah, through the recovery program. It's pretty amazing to have your attitude and outlet outlook change completely mm -hmm. to a new one. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And I feel a lot of times because it plays out sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly, but you have this very narrowing narrative still going on. Yeah. So that that which is yapping in the head forgets miracles in a half an hour, you know, and it would love to extend a bad feeling into a lifelong depression. It's just got a, the narrative hasn't, it does, the narrative, a lot of ways, doesn't change with the times, yeah? It's the same old fucking narrative, yet your life is completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what, what's been so yeah. helpful for me is to realize that the self manifests itself. It, it doesn't, like I think you say, it doesn't have arms and legs. So it... This this is like such freedom to realize it's not me doing that stuff. I wouldn't do that stuff. But it's like yeah. my AA, my I'm in both programs, in a couple programs, AA sponsor said, you know, it's really not between your will and God's will. It's between God's will and the self's will. Like that you're connecting with. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yes. Anyway, yeah. this. Yeah. See, it's so a part of us. It's the only, in, it will really work if you can see it as, as foreign. It doesn't matter if it is foreign or not, but seeing it as foreign really helps based on the conditional, the condition of the problem. Yeah, it's that what that's a that's a window out when you see it as far, other than you, a possibility of being free from it 
crystallizes, yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, in a, on a larger yeah. scale, nothing is other than us, yeah? We are all and mm. everything, let's yeah. say. But in this way, in this little dreaming in time, it's there's an aspect that we need to see as other to sort of uh, have its uh, oversized role diminished, yeah? Because it's way... <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like 2% of the population in there getting 98% of the wealth. Yeah. It's just, it's way, <laughs> it's not, it's not healthy. Yeah. The wealth meaning attention and interest. Yeah. It's not healthy <laughs> for me or others. Yeah. So yeah. Nice to see you, Jason. You too, Paul. Thanks stay so much for coming through. I wish I could yeah. stay longer, but when this guy calls, I got to take it. So yeah, I'll probably come back okay. since calls over. Thank You're you very still much. Here anyway. You never yeah. left, Jason. Steve. Having never left. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Thanks. Having never Paul. left, Jason. Yeah. PK has his hand up. PK. Can you unmute yourself, PK? Yes. I am unmuted, I believe. There you go. Yeah, I just want yes. to say, first of all, I feel like I want to echo with Mickey. When Mickey speaks, I, um, I feel like it's medicinal. You know, it's like healing. Her beingness puts me in like an elated state. So thank you, Mickey. As far as you, Paul, forget about it. Now, I love what you're saying, like, the back scratcher, maybe that's a product we need to design. You know, the Paul Hederman Zenbitch slap back scratcher. But I love the idea, like, you know, it feels so uncomfortable when you need to get your back scratch. And once that you get the relief, even if you just go up on a, on a branch and scratch your back or a bookcase or anything, it feels so good. And I feel like what you're saying, your pointings, it's amazing. It's like nothing really changes in my life but everything changes it's like you said you're changing the channel from you know uh, fox news to the comedy central you know it's this shift of uh, traveling lighter it, you know what a beautiful invitation so yeah i mean i'd like to echo too to you know of course i'll say, share something mickey when i said i love to keep coming back she said well you don't have to keep coming back you never left like you just told jason don't worry that you have to go take the call you never left, but it's still a standing invitation uh, to connect to something that we never lose connectivity with. It's freaking amazing. In, and, and it's just, it's crazy that we would be trying to recover what we never lost. But I just love your, your pointings, man. And uh, I love the back scratching thing. What a great, you know, just the, just the way you, you uh, express these things, um, you know, it's just really, it just really hits the spot. You know, I, mean, I, I think it's, it's, you know, and I'm not the only one, everybody in the squares obviously is tuning in because, you know, they, you know, it's like, uh, it's just really enjoyable to listen to. So I'm just really, uh, you know, it's an honor and a joy to be part of this uh, community and uh, tune into you, man. I, you know, I know that, you know, there's, uh, like you said, at the, on the other, the flip side of it is that everything 
there's only oneness anyway. So it's not, there's never was a separate PK in Paul H. We were always part and parcel of the same isness. That's the, that's the, the, the punchline. But I still feel like what you, you, your example of like the knockout punch, the one, two, three, bam, lights out. Like, I feel like I want to keep coming, but I want to keep coming back so you can keep knocking me down, man. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm a masochist, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. It seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm glutton for punishment, but no, because this punishment is like the punishment, like you said, that kind of, it ends all punishment. You know, this is the punishment that actually... Like, what do they call it? Like, tough love. Or like, the truth hurts. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want the truth that hurts. Well, right? with PK, 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 let's say there's an unsuspected inner resource. Yes? Mm -hmm. So you have experiences or events that keep bringing you back to that unsuspected inner resource. Yeah? Uh -huh. Now, the... And then what happens is you see that there was a, a very suspicious outer resource that was being claimed to be the basis of all stuff, which it isn't, yeah? But you never even checked out its papers. You just have been believing it without knowing any better. So now you get brought back to a place that's quite different than that other basis yeah, the mental one, and then it it reveals the fraudulence of the mental assumption. It reveals it. Yes, so you get a keep getting a, you keep repeatedly getting brought back to a place, and then you realize, oh, the and the only place was just another place. Yeah, because you're ha yes, so it may take once. It Nuns, it may take 20, 30 times, but it does break down that habit of assumption that has defined our life, one of many. Yeah. And now you have a new point to start from. Yeah. And of course, that re that's going to reverberate into the rest of how you perceive shit because you are the perceiving of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you are the giving of meaning to things. You are all the, you are all of that. So if you have, it's sort of like if you believe the light is coming from this projector and it ain't, and you see you're actually not needing. There's no need for a projector. You are the light. That's completely different. Yes, mm -hmm. they both are saying are assuming they're the light, but one is a manufactured a projector, and the other is us light. So yeah, that's why you keep getting brought back and then you'll have the recognition on having never left. That's the point. The point of keep getting brought back and realize I'm not having never left. <laughs> that's the whole point. When it comes to recovery, I feel kind of like you where, you know, I was plagued even when I stopped drinking and drugging that what was driving me to drink and drug was still, you know, the sickness itself was still troubling me and burdening me and what a joy to to travel lighter with it it's like today i got an email that it was saying your identity threat protecting your most valuable you know resource but that's like identity as if your identity 
from a you know financial resource standpoint is the most valuable thing. And I was thinking, well, yeah. no, identity really, what is really identity? Is it even, you know, it's almost like a, an identity theft has been going on in our lives, blocking us from who we really are. Thinking we're these, of course, PK is a piece of shit. Don't let PK, don't put him in the wheel, put him in the car seat, like you said, put him in the back of the car, strapped in, and let's know who's driving the, the vehicle. That's yeah. who your employer is. I love that. And you know what? For me, this what you what you're pointing to. I gotta say, it surpassed every drink and drug I ever did, and I did a lot to the point of not even, you know, at, simulated out of the body experiences. But what you're pointing to, kind of blows all that out of the water, because what you're pointing to. It's the truth. And yes, the truth hurts. But you know what? When you turn yourself over to it, what a relief. Like, that's my new thing. Like, I've been really thinking about it. It's not like, what do I believe in? Forget about what I believe in. What am I relieved? Like, when I have a real terrible itch on my back, I go grab my Paul Hennerman Zenovich yeah. scratcher and itch that itch. And oh my goodness, it's like it, nothing changes, but everything changed. You know, well, you know, life. the back scratcher, different levels of the back scratcher. There's the platinum level where we have <laughs> devil claws that you use. So, yes, that's for on um, that's for the elite of Zen Bitch Slap, though. Yeah. yeah. Devil claws. Awesome, Thank you, man. Though. It's, it's great, man. I really, you know, I, the whole I think idea I of the PK, the whole idea is it's an identity that's afraid of identity theft. <laughs> the, 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 the thievery has already happened, and then the, the point of the thievery is afraid of thievery. <laughs> it's insane. It truly yeah. is. <laughs> it's nonsense, right? It's nonsense, but the fact that it's nonsense, I'm okay with that. Okay, as long as it's it's absurd and it's bizarre. Okay, now what do they say? Show me what you're working with. Okay, now I know this is what I'm working with. As long as I know, yeah, hey, yeah. sometimes it doesn't make sense. I can travel lighter. What a freaking great vehicle! What a great invitation, man. So I really, you know, yes. I'm, I'm so glad to come, uh, you know, back into contact with you on having never left. I never left you, seemingly, but. It's seemingly well. You know, I know what's happening with me, PK. What's happening with me is all the many Long Islanders that I know are getting forgotten, and you're going to be the only Long Islander I'm going to remember. Is PK? <laughs> so you're prov you're providing a lot of value. Actually, you remind me of some people I got arrested with. So I'm going to get through that too. But uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah so thanks again thanks, thanks bk nice thanks to see you mickey. mickey is is amazing i i really oh you know, when yes you, when you were saying the matriarch of Moderna, i'm like thinking who, who is this person he's speaking you know you know putting up you know on a pedestal like this and then when i heard her speak i was like wow it's almost like it's not mickey it's that which is you know uh beyond mickey you know yeah yeah so thank you mickey too she's got she's throw some weight around yeah yeah yes all right pk anyone who's running the show today anyway I forgot here i am 
It's Mickey. I forgot already. There was no. I was thought there was someone and watching Mickey. Good. I didn't know. It's just Mickey. All right. <laughs> no, anyone else? it's Paul Chef. No, Thank I mean you. anyone um, else. Yeah, um, I don't see any hands, Paul. Hey, hey, Mickey, I'll share something. And I don't That's know if it's good, Carrie. I don't Come know if it's good here. or I don't know if it's good or bad, but my sponsor back in Minnesota that I talk to every day, like fired me um, about a couple of weeks ago because we were getting into it over I can't even remember, but we still talk to each other every day. He called me today. It's just he's not my sponsor, but. I think it was over like the course of miracles. We got into something. He's like, got really frustrated. He's like, he's like, I got to let you go off the phone. I'm like, that's cool. So then he called back and he goes, I'm going to have to let you go as my, as my, uh, you know, sponsee. And I'm like, that's cool. So then I called him like the next day and I go, can we still talk? He goes, oh yeah, we can still talk. So it's all good. But sometimes I think this message, like, I got to be careful not to, uh, not to poke the bear, you know, because everyone's in different spots and, um, you know, it's it's useless to um, to try to point out stuff. Sometimes it's just doesn't really matter. And so, um, yeah. yeah, man, I, I, I own that. And um, and, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a work in progress for sure. And uh, I'm just on some kind of journey that I don't really understand most of the time. But I just kind of wake up and then just, you know, do what's in front of me, you know. So I'm just happy to be here. And, uh, you know, with that, I'm going to pass. Thanks, Gary. You know, we change also. So I never had just one sponsor my whole time. There's been a number of them. Yeah. So, yeah, because a lot of times we're in a, you know, how recovery goes is we outgrow stuff. And sometimes you outgrow sponsorship. You get a, you outgrow a certain, like, let's say you needed a boot camp type of sponsor. And then you hit another point where the boot camp sponsor isn't a right for you anymore, but he's right for others. So, yes. So. People come in and go through their phases, yeah. But not knowing what's going on is great, yeah. I get really concerned when I think I know what's going on. That's really the scary point, yeah. The I don't know is pretty good. <laughs> so, you have us, Carrie, no matter what. You have the Zoom. Yeah. 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 Anyone else, Mickey? Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Carrie. Yes. Guess what? Jono has his hand up. Uh, let's see. Uh, I haven't heard from Jono in a while. Yeah. Jono, can on? you unmute? I'm just happy to see Jono. Hey, uh, nice to Hello. see you. There he is. Hi, Paul. Thanks, Mickey. Um, 
yeah, I just want to say I'm grateful for the way you share the message. Um, because it saved me ass this week. Um, I was hijacked by resentment about a week ago and it really had me. It was like it just swooped down and just hijacked my brain. Um, and I didn't realize, I don't you know I mean, I just totally forgot about self separate. It just had me and I, I just won with it. And it wasn't until about two or three days later where I thought, this is not me. You know what I mean? And then I started putting things in place and working my program, but it just, it just, um, it shocks me because it's the biggest resentment I've had in my recovery. And um, I've been through a lot of pain this year. I've lost my mum and I've lost my stepdad, like these two deaths. Well, this resentment um, hammered me more, more than the pain of, of the grief. So um, I'm just, like I said, I'm grateful for the message because just knowing that it's not my, my resentment, resentment had me, do you know what I mean? Just like little paradox turn, do you know what I mean? It could be a life-saving bit of um, information. And it, do you know what I mean? Who knows, I could have picked up, but um, yeah, I just want, to, just want to express my gratitude, Paul. And um, I haven't been on much these, this past year, but it's like I've never left. <laughs> yes, uh, no, we are. We uh we all hold you dear, Jono. Yeah. A lot of times there's a lot of magical thinking about oh, I'm ne never gonna fear feel anything or resentment. I just don't see that because uh, that's part of our engagement in life, the way we're built. Yes, we get expectations and then disappointments ensue and stuff like that and. You know, no matter how much you say we're not in the outcome business, the head is looking for outcomes a lot. So how do we travel lighter? You know, it's sort of like, how can I travel lighter when my car has lousy suspension, so to speak? Yes. So there's, it, I can't get rid of the car completely. Yes. It's not going to be a Rolls Royce. I can't keep saying I'm a Rolls Royce, I'm a Rolls Royce. But how can I travel lighter by seeing certain things bring about a great result? Yeah, so just to see the difference between self's manifestations and ours is huge, really. It pays dividends on and on because it's at a conception point, yeah? It's almost at, at conception, you called the male a female or a female the male, yeah? It has that profound uh, idea of resentment and my resentment is completely different. Yeah. All these thoughts as mine produce so much more thoughts about how terrible they are and shit like that. It's just like they, it's like, you know, a rabbit begetting another rabbit and just procreating completely. Yeah. But when I see that I'm not the thinker of these thoughts, it doesn't mean, see, I don't work at trying to get rid of every thought. It doesn't work. I just see that I'm maybe I'm not the thinker, and that allows me to live with the thoughts, yes, quite well. The thoughts don't have to be extinguished, because I don't think that's going to happen. If that's the case, you're going to be upset and irritable and restless, because thoughts are going to show up. But what happens if they're not, if they're not called yours, 
your relation to the thoughts or you, how you dance with the thoughts will be completely different than you dance when they're yours, yeah? And you're going to dance with thoughts. They're going to come up during the day. They're going to come up about significant people in your life. They're going to come up about you. They're going to come out about everything, recovery, this message, everything. And if their health is yours, they just throw around a lot of weight, yeah? And they fucking hit things and shit. If you can, you know, if you see them as thoughts, and we've all had that free sample. We have seen thoughts as thoughts. And then we've, we've held thoughts as mine. And there's a huge difference. There's, there's just it's completely, they're usually different. So this is about the possibility of reinforcing through repetition the idea I'm not the thinker instead of the curator of all thoughts, yeah? And then maybe you'll travel a lot lighter through the thoughts instead of being the curator of them because that hasn't fucking worked. You know how many people have practiced affirmation? You know how many people just, you know, try to use thoughts to get out of thoughts? It doesn't work. Yeah. So we're just saying, okay, let's, all right, I'm going to accept the fact that there's going to be thoughts. Now, what's going on with the thoughts? There's a adding on to them by me, by not me, the idea of me is a thought, but there's an adding on to the thoughts, and it's captured in English with the word my, yeah? There's a big amount of weight comes from somewhere to the thought. And I would love to see that distribution line broken. I can't do it, but let me just tell the truth about it, and let's see what can happen. Because a thought is a thought until it becomes my thought. Then it has a, it's got a whole other fucking potential then, yeah? My thought ends me up in jail 20 years. Yeah, shit like that. Because my thoughts compel a lot of actions when a lot of thoughts don't. But my thoughts usually do, sooner or later, yeah? So this is how alcoholism brings us to fuck it. It uses thoughts held as claimed to be ours that lead us to a fuck it, and then we do something that sets the ball rolling, and we're, we get loaded again, yeah? Yeah, so thanks, Jono, for your participation. Sorry for the your loss with your mom and father, stepfather. Yeah, yeah thanks, Paul. I think the resentment was... I think the resentment was strong because it was justified as well. <laughs> so it had, it had a deeper grip on me. Um, yes. It was hard not to react. But it's like, it's like you said, yes. in the meeting, um, just do fuck all. Just let it turn off at the next junction, you know. Yeah, thanks. Yes. Yeah, it is like shooting it with steroids for sure. Yes. Yeah. Again, it's because that justified isn't coming from the resentment. It's being put into the resentment from somewhere, yeah? There's no, there's no uh, species of resentment called justified resentment. It's not like, you know, a tiger with 58 stripes instead of the regular 33. The justified comes through us, right? Yeah. The meaning gets injected to the resentment. Yeah. Don't you think that's important to see? I feel it is. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if resentments can kill me, I'd like, 
you know, it seems like it would be important to see what's going on with it. Yeah. I mean, justified resentment isn't like an exotic species of resentment. It's just that we're giving it a lot of meaning. Yeah. Oh, they've crossed the line now. Yeah. All right. All right, mm -hmm. John. Well, thanks. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Hey, Mickey. Thanks, John. Oh, thanks, Paul. I don't see any more hands, Paul. Well, that's good. We can go home. You I'm, I say am hello? home. <laughs> hmm? Let's say uh, hello, goodbye. Kerry, nice to see you, my friend. Yes. Thanks, Paul. Yes. We got Carl. There he is. Nice to see you, Carl. Walter from the Netherlands. Yeah. Good evening. Pardon? We got we got got Paul. We got Paul. No. Paul from the UK. We got uh, Mike P. Nice to see you, Mike. Where are you from, Mike? Uh, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. I remember. Yes. Uh, God bless you, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, everyone. Stefan, on having never left. Mickey, yes, the matriarch of Madeira. There she is. Maria, nice to see you, Maria. Yeah. We've got Jacob. He's paint. He's artisting away. Nice to see you, Jacob. We got Jess. Ah, oh, Jess from Dublin. We got Tom from New Hampshire. Must be getting cold up there. Someone just made an appearance. Yeah. We got Jono from the UK. Connor from Dublin. We got Bo. There he is. Nice to see Bo back. We got Ruby Rose from, uh, oh, nice. Wichita, Kansas. We got Joseph from France somewhere. Who is this here? We have Tommy from Ireland. David B, he's in his vehicle. It's not moving, thank God. That's good. Nina, the host. Yes. I'll be seeing Nina live. Yeah, looking forward to it. We got Alex M from the Hudson Valley. Nice to see Alex. PK from Long Island. He's yeah, I have I have a certain connection that if PK leaves Long Island, I immediately get notified. Yeah, I gotta we don't want him running around in California. No. Kaiser. Nice to see you, Kaiser. I'll see you soon this weekend, yeah? Uh, very good. Terry, nice to see you, honey. We got uh, Chris from Mammoth Lakes. Ah, lovely Mammoth Lakes. Nice to see, see you, you Crispy. We got uh, George. Oh, Garage Mike. Well, wow, that's a nice one. <laughs> Garage Mike. All right, I'll go with that. We got Sue from Florida. Rich A, FJ. Uh, we got Oliver from Berlin. Mayada, a beautiful Buddhist. I think it's a Buddhist hand. I don't know. It's nice. Uh, anyone else? Thank you for uh, showing up. It's a pleasure to see everyone. I look forward. Uh, we'll be around. Oh, we're actually around today at 4.30 Pacific time, a non-duality talk with Awakening Together.
uh, all right, it's on the website uh, under events. And then Thursday again, yes. So we'll see you soon. And this weekend we're gonna have uh, there'll be zooms coming at five thirty Friday. We're gonna do a t live talk here. One o'clock Saturday, seven o'clock Saturday night, and eleven o'clock Monday. They'll all be live streamed too. That's all. That will all be on uh, on the uh, website. I hope, and some of the Zoom people will be here live at our house. That's very cool. Thank you. See ya. Make sure you wear your pants. Yeah, the live. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul.